is Gemara Yuma Daf Mem Hey. All the learning for this month of Sivan has been generously sponsored. As a slos refuah shleima for Yisrael Chaim and Devira, Mirz Hashem, the entire Chabura's learning should be a tremendous chos that should bring him a shidduch hagun bekarov with clarity very soon. Of course, the rest of our chidim, many of them, Chaim and Sarsham, Sivan, Rizal, Sarvas, Kananda, Yisrael, Chayse, Yisrael, Mimenda, Leos, Friends, Shavleish, Shomas, Nami, Bashavikur, Shivachano, Yitrocho, Basriv, Kagital, Shmuel, Ventila, Din, Machan, Rizal, Chayv, Nil, the Rokh of the Mimisa, Din, Ainam, Shin, Mindal, Sivaki, Rizal, Mikhail, Shun, Nasil, Hu, and Achamenda, and Taiba, Rivka, Bas, Bashav, and Nasil, Mikhail, Esther, Besoy, Shachali, Yisrael, Zos, Choshil, Fatalea, Bas, Ita. Again, a tremendous thank you for everyone that reached out. All the wonderful Mazlot of wishes. Anyone who is here in Yushalayim would love to celebrate. Great with you over Shabbos, over Sunday, Mirza Shem. We'll send out the details. Anyone could participate. And I hope to again reach out and thank each and every person. Personally, I haven't done that yet, but Baruch Hashem, we're trying to at least get up the Shirim on time. So let's pick off at the bottom of Mem Dalid Amid Base. We are five lines in the bottom. We're middle of discussion. The entire list that we had in the mission, all the differences between Kain Gadol Yom Kippur, Kain Gadol the rest of the year. The theme that we've seen so far has been that on Yom Kippur, we're worried about Chulshad the Kain Gadol. We're worried about the Kain Gadol is going to get weak. So you want a smaller shovel. We don't make him change so much. We have a longer handle that he can hold it. One detail we must correct from yesterday, and I think we're Yitzchak for pointing this out, that when it spoke about three different karbanas, the power of the Kain Gadol, the power of the Zarah, those, all, I, I said, I believe, incorrectly, no, I did say, I said incorrectly, that the power of Yom Kippur, of Kain Gadol, is when they're anointing a new Kain Gadol, that is incorrect. Rashi over there points out that referring to all three of them are Averis that were done either by Klal Yisrael, the Kain Gadol, etc. Now, let's pick it up, five lines from the bottom of Chal Yomaya, Zahava Yoroik. We said that each and every day, the shovel was yellow gold, Amar Avchisa says, Avchisa Shiva, Zuhuve Mehain. There are seven types of gold. Says the Gemara, number one is Zav, there's gold. Number two is Zav, Taiv, good gold. Number three is Zav, Ophir, gold from Ophir. Number four is Zav, Mupaz, Mupaz gold, lustrous gold. Number five is Zav, Shachut, Shachut gold. The Gemara will explain what that means. Zav, Sagur, number six, closed gold. Vizav, Puryas, Pervayim, excuse me, and Pervayim gold, the seven types of gold. Now the Gemara explains, as Rav Chista, Zav, Vizav, Taif. Where do we see those? From the Chsiv, it says in the Torah, two lines from the bottom, Vizav, Arhetz, Ha'u, Taif. And that land's gold was good. So we see there's obviously a regular gold, and then there's Zav, Taif, seemingly a higher and more Chashim, more Fancy level of gold. Zav Oifir, we continued. What is Zav Oifir? Says the Gemara, the awesome Oifir. It's gold that comes from a place called Oifir. Zav Mupaz. What is Zav Mupaz? We turn over to Memhei. Ahmed Aleph, today's Daf. Says the Gemara, Shadaymel Lepaz. It's referring to gold that resembles pearls, that it's very shiny, as the top Rashi points out. It's a massive, it's lustrous like pearls. Zav Shachut, says the Gemara. Now we have Shachut gold. That doesn't mean that the gold was slaughtered. What does it mean? Says the Gemara, Shenit Tavek Chot. Shachot is a contraction of the words Shenit which means it's spun, and Kechot, like a thread. It's a very thin type of gold. Zav Sagur, what does that mean? Niskarais. That when this gold is on the market, all the stores close down, meaning it's such a chash, it's such a good type of gold that when they're selling this one, no one wants anything else. Zav Pervayim, says the Gemara, the final type of gold, what is that? Shedaim Ledama 
parim, it's gold, that the blood is, it's like a red type of gold, it's similar to the blood of parim. So those are the seven types of gold that Rav Chista pointed out, the Ravashi Amar, four lines on the top says, Chamisha Hein, there's really only five types of gold. Chalchad Vachad Isbei, and each and every one has two types, Zav and Zav Taif, meaning, it's not seven different types, it's five types. What were the two Zav and Zav Taif, good gold and regular gold, that's within each clarification, classification, the Zav Shachot and the Zav Ophir, each one has good and regular type of each one. Says the Gemara, let's bring Uriah, Tanana Miyachi to Ravashi, every day was yellow, and today it was red, and that is Zahav, excuse me, it's not a riot to Ravashi, that's a riot to Rav Chista, that the final type of gold, the Zav Paravayim, is gold that resembles the blood of a par of a bull. So we're eight lines in the top of the two dots. Says Gemara, every day they would bring a pras, which is a measurement of Ketairis in the morning and the same amount in the afternoon. And every day was fine. The Ketairis that was brought in Yom Kippur was a different consistency, was finer. Says the Gemara, says the Gemara, it already says it should be dak, it should be thin. The reason it repeats by the Yom Kippur, Daka, to teach me that it's a special type of consistently as we finely ground even after it's ground, you grind it again. Says the Gemara, each day, the Kahanim go up on the right side of the ramp, go circle around, they come down on the left side, whereas on Yom Kippur, the Kahanim Gadol go straight up the middle. Explains the Gemara, what's the reason, as we've explained many times, he goes up the right side of the ramp, therefore he makes a right turn to start circling around, and as we've mentioned, that he shimmies facing towards the Mizbeach, and that's the way that it's called a right turn, as he turns around to the Mizbeach. And on today on Yom Kippur, he goes down, he goes up and down, the center of the Mizbech, my time says the Gemara, Mishem Kavaydeh Shal Kain Gadol, the cover, the honor of the Kain Gadol, that he can walk smack in the middle of the ramp. What's the honor, says the Gemara, uh, excuse me, says Rashi, that honor is, says Rashi, Rashi is five lines from the top, Rashi explains, Mishem Kavaydeh Laharis, Chashivusay, to show how beloved and honorable the Kain Gadol is today, Shukeben Bayis, he's like someone in the house, Umakim Litzayr Vishle Litzayrich, meaning, the regular Kayhanim weren't allowed to cross for no reason across the ramps, so they went up the right, they circled around, and they came down, the Kain Gadol goes straight up, regardless if he's making a right, if he's making a left, he goes straight up the middle, in order to show that this is his house, he's allowed to do what he wants, not do what he wants, but obviously fulfilling Hashem's will. Says the Gemara, and what does he do on today? He says from a golden flask, which uh, we pointed out in the in the live shear, it's a bit of a unique, I don't think everyone knows this, Allah, everyone assumes that yeah, the Kohen Gadol washes hands and legs from the Kiyar, but it's true, but not on Yom Kippur, says the Tanakam, have you just said every single day? Explains the Gemara, what's the reason, my time, Again, the honor of the Kain Gadol is to use something special for himself. Okay, so now we're in the end of the Mishnah. The Mishnah went through a whole Machlaikas, Ramey, Rav Yaisi, how many fires are on top of the Mizbech? Again, we're on the large Mizbech, the Mizbech outside. This is in the Azara. This is what we spoke about yesterday. Bein Ulam, Ulam Mizbech. The tremendous Mizbech, 32 Amos wide, 32 Amos long, a big square with a ramp of 32 Amos. And it's about, I don't remember, nine. 
nine, thirteen amas tall, a tremendous structure. So on the top of that, how many fires are there? So we had a machlekes, exactly what it was. Whereas the Rav Meir taught us that there's three every day and four in Yom Kippur, and Rav Yudah said there were two every day and three in Yom Kippur. So now the Gemara is going to explain exactly where this comes from. Tanu Rabbanan says the Gemara, about 20 lines from the top, first word on the line is Tanu Rabbanan. Every day there were two fires. The big fire. The second little fire that they use for the Ketairis. And then they had another fire that they added special for Yom Kippur. Rav Yaisi Yomer explains Rav Yaisi b'chol Yom Shalish v'Yom Arba. Why? Achas shal marachah gedayla v'achas marachah shniyah shal gedayris v'achas shal kiyah ma'ish. There is separate fire that was always lit in order to replenish in case the main fire went out. A little fire on the side to add on fire to the main one. And number four says Rav Yaisi v'achas mesivim b'biyom a fourth special one for Yom Kippur. Explains the Gemara. Rabbi Rabbi Yomer b'chol Yom Arba v'Yom Chamesh. This is the third opinion that Rabbi. Or a mayor, as the Girsa says, every day was four and him Kippur was five. What were they? It's the big fire and the small fire. A third one to make sure the fire stays burning. The fourth one is to burn the fats in the limb. That they're not get consumed at the night. If they came in the morning, there's still some fats and limbs. You got to put them on a fire state, a special fire for that. And a fifth one for Yom Kippur. So says the Gemara of three is exactly what is going on. On, on the top of the Mizbeach. But the Gemara now points out that Kuli Alma Mias Tarti Islahu. Everyone agrees that there are at least two fires on a regular day, one for the Marachi Gedele, the large fire, and one for the Marachi Shniyash al smaller. Says the Gemara Minalan, where do we know that? Something that we've discussed so many times throughout the Mesech, the big fire, the smaller fire, what's the Makar? How do we know that these are the two fires on the Mizbeach? Says the Basik, it should be the Oila al on the fire. On the Mizbeach and Kola Layla the entire night from that mention of a fire, Zemarach Gedela. That's the large fire. Then the Pasik says, and on the Mizbeach there should be a fire burning, a separate Pasik point. That is where everyone learns that there's at least a minimum two fires at all times. According to Rav Yaisi, Rav Yaisi didn't have a separate fire in order to fuel the larger fire for one out. So where did Rav Yaisi get that from? I'm sorry, Rav Yaisi had that fire. Where do you know that there is a separate fire in Afkalei? The additional time that it says... It could have just said, What is it? The additional mention of is where we are learning that it's on that there's a third fire, says Rav Yaisi. Rav Yehuda. What does he do? We're now on the first wide line. Rav Yehuda Ula Sota. Sotas alito hudasa. Review to learn to something else. Review to learn that there is a is a uh, obligation to put little splinters of wood in order to light the fire. How would they light the fire? Says review to the reason the way that they would do it is they would use little splinters. They would stick in between the large fire, large piece of wood, little splinters in order to light it on fire. That's what review to uses the extra of aish alamizbeach. Teach me not that there's a third additional fire, but rather that you have to use these splinter guys. Two lines into the wide lines. How do we know that you have to light, put in these little splinters to jumpstart the fire on the top? 
boy. A special pasuk teaches we have to do it on top and not from the bottom. Amar Rav Yosi, minayin shaisa marach lekiyam oish. Rav Yosi argues like we just said. Rav Yosi said you have a third fire on top of the zveach in order to be mekayim to ensure that if the fire went out, there's always a fire burning. Tamulaymar voish amizveach to God, boy. And parenthetically, the Mepharshimir point out, according to Rabbi Yehuda, how would they ensure that the fire is always burning? The answer is, they had the Kayhanim that would come throughout the, put on the two pieces of wood, etc., to keep the fire burning. Says the Gemara, Rabbi how does Rav Yesi know that they would use these little splinters in order to light the fire on the Marach Says the Gemara, He learned it from the same place that Rav Shimon learned it. Titania, smack him all the white lines. The children of Aaron put a fire on the Mizbeach Limid. What does that teach us? That they put a fire on the Mizbeach. That teaches Allah Sata Dalita that they put the splinters, Shlote Hey, Elabit Kayin, Kosher, Ubiklishar is the Bravuda. Ravuda said this teaches us that only a Kosher Kayin while he's wearing his, well, using the items from the Beis Amigdash, that's how he has to light the fire. Amr Lai Rev Shimin, Chisala Daitach. Do I have a thought that watch a Zar Karav Ligam Mizbeach? You really think this? There's a thought to say that a non-coin can light and go up on the Mizbeach. That's impossible. So why do we need a Basik? So it says Rav Shimon, this Basik, the Basik of an Osman Aaron, I can't answer Mizbeach. This additional pasuk teaches me about using the splinters. According to the other mandamer we said a moment ago, he learned it from Isham Mizbeach to Karboi. Rav Yudah himself doesn't have this additional pasuk, so what does Rav Yudah do? Says the Gemara, he learns like Rav Shimon, that learns from an Osman Aaron HaKoyim, Isham Mizbeach, that there's no Havamina the Yisrael could go, therefore you don't need to teach me that it's a Koyin, rather it's teaching me this new and unique day, and they have to use a splinter to light the fire. For Rav Yudah, what does Rav Yudah respond? He may also make from that pasuk, Rav Shimon, Havamina, how do you know? Maybe you stand on the floor and use these big bellows from the floor. And that's how you light the fire. Meaning, the, your whole riot of Shimon was that there's no way a Yisrael could light the fire. Such a view, though, why not? You're right that Yisrael can't go on the Mizbeach. But maybe Yisrael could light the fire from the bottom, taking some bellows and making some air and some wind and fanning the flames and lighting up the fire. Kamash Mlan, that's what Vida says. We need the Pasuk of Anasnu. Benei Aharoin. Vira Meir. What is our Meir? Say. Says the Gemara, Rameir says, So Rameir added on a fire. What was that fire for? That in case there were some fats and limbs that didn't get burnt, they come in the morning, they're not fully singed, fully destroyed, fully consumed, fully burnt, they would put it on the fire again. Rameir said, We need a special fire from that. Where does he know that? Says Gemara Nafkli, Ish from the Vish from the extra Vav Verabonan, where they learned it from Vav Loidarshi. What would the Rabbanan do with those fats and limbs? Because they don't have a drasha. They don't have a separate fire. So what do they do with them? Explains the Gemara in the last line. They put it back on the big fire. They again. where they're putting the burnt fat, the fats and limbs that did not get burnt. Rameer says you have a special fire. Their abundant said put it back in the marocha. Detani on the last last line of Amr Aleph, we learn how do we know if we have these fancy limbs that did not get consumed 
consume the night, turning over to Memheyo Mirbish, at Saidun al Kabi Mizbeach. How do you know you put them back on the Mizbeach, on the Marochi Gedail, is the sheet of the Rabbanon? Vivein Machzik, and Shasaidun al Kabish al Kabi Saivif. And if there's not enough room there, what do you do with them? You put them on the ramp, you put them around the Mizbeach, and she adds the Marochi Gedail until you have the Marochi Gedail ready, the Saidun. Tamaloimar, Shatoy Chalaisha Saila al Mizbeach. And that's where the Chachamim learned that's going to go back in the Marochi Gedail, and then not necessarily do you need a separate fire like our mayor to put the fats and the limbs. Says the Gemara, which carbonice? We're talking about fats and limbs. They walk up the base of Migdash first thing in the morning and you know, uh oh, there's some fats, some limbs that aren't fully burnt. You gotta keep on burning them. What exactly are we referring to according to our mayor that we need a separate pulse? According to the Chachamim, goes back on the Marocha Gedaila. Explains the Gemara. Rameir said that the, the oila, if it's something part of an oila that was partially, uh, burnt, but not fully burnt, that's what you put back on. But if you have kitaris, which is not fully burnt, then you do not have to put it back on. The tani, as we learned in a Mishnah, Rav Hanania ben Minumi Midvei, Rav Lazar ben Yaakov, what does he do with that pasik? This is how Rameir learns the pasik, because Rameir doesn't necessarily need the pasik, because he learned a different pasik teaching me that you have a separate fire to burn them. Says Rameir, which is like Rechlina Bar Minyumi, that what? You do not have to put back on Kitairis. But says the Gemara, the Kuli Alma, Mias, Moisivim, Bai Bai Everyone agrees. That, on the, I'm sorry, this is a new Gemara. Okay, so that's the conclusion of what we just said. I'm sorry. Let's back up for one moment before we continue. That's the conclusion that we have a machlek as which additional fats and limbs that are not burnt you're going to be putting back on and whether you need a new pasik or mayor says no and the other Tano says yes. But now the common theme that's been running for the last, I don't know, seven minutes when we've been discussing different marachas, different fires, was that throughout the whole year you had X, you had two, you had three, you had four and on Yom Kippur you had an additional one and each taught us, on that day, on Yom Kippur, you have an extra one, says the Gemara, everyone agrees that you add on a fire on that day on Yom Kippur, where do they learn that from, explains the Gemara, you know where they learn from, that hey and the Vav together teaches us that, like we saw in Amad Aleph, if you remember, we had a Machleg as well, you darsh the extra vav, but vav and hey, darish. Everyone agrees that you darsh in the vav and the hey. Says the Gemara, let's go back and let's wrap up some loose ends about the Psukim that we quoted on Ahmed Aleph. Why does the Pasuk have to say, a fire constantly has to be on the Mizbeach? Explains the Gemara, we need it for the following Braisa. If you see the Aleph over here, the Gra is a bit of a different Gersa, that a Mizbeach tukar by that the fire of the Mizbeach should have a flame on it. What does that teach us? This teaches us that the the second uh, fire for the Ketairis, the second fire, like we pointed out, it's on the big Mizbeach, on the outside Mizbeach. How do we know that these are the coals that you're using to light the Menairah 
And as well, you're using for the shovel for the Yom Yom Kippur. Again, what we just said is Eshem Ezbeach Tukarboi that teaches me that for the second fire, that's what you use for the Ketairas every single day. That's where you take the coals to burn the Ketairas. But now the question is, that's also where you're going to take the fire to light the Menorah and for the shovel for the Ketairas on Yom Kippur. How do we know that those two avoiders of the Menorah and the shovel and Yom Kippur come from the second fire this is says the Gemara it's a Kalvachimer what's the Kalvachimer? Nemra it says Nemra ish b'ketayres says fire by ketayres. Nemra ish b'machta and it says ish by the shovel of Yom Kippur u'menayra and it says ish by menayra by machta menayra ma'alahalun by ketayres. Al mizbeach achitzayin it comes from the outside mizbeach avkan al mizbeach achitzayin. So it's the word ish. That's one way of learning. Says the Gemara, Maybe it's the opposite. Again, we're trying to find a source that the fire for the Menayro and the coals of the Ketairis and Yom Kippur comes from the outside Mizveach. So says the Gemara, which says the word Eish by Ketairis, says Eish by the coals and by the Menayro. That word Eish is what's teaching us they both come from the outside Mizveach. Or maybe, maybe the opposite. Zu namr Eish by Ketairis, v'namr Eish by Machta. Says Eish by Ketairis and Eish by the Machta Menayro. Ma'la'alun b'samuchloi. Maybe the Nekuda is that it's the Mizveach that's closer to it after Meaning, by the Ketairas, which Mizbech is closer to the Mizbech Achitza in the outside Mizbech, but by the Menaira and by the Machta of Yom Kippur, which fire is closer to it? The inside Mizbech. Because the Menaira is in the Heichal, and you're putting the coals of the Kedish HaKadashim. So maybe for Menaira and Yom Kippur, the coals should come from the Mizbech Hazav, the inside Mizbech. Therefore, says the Pasuk, says the Teira Tam, And you know, we learn out from that Pasuk, that Eish, the constant fire that I spoke about, meaning the fire on the Menorah, which is always lit, should be like the top of the Mizbech HaChitzayin, comes to the outside Mizbech, and therefore that is the Makar, that for both the Menorah and the Keteris and Yom Kippur, it comes from the outside Mizbech. Says the Gemara, Lamanu Eish Lemenayra, Eish Lamachta Minayim. There you just taught me, as the Gemara just spoke out, that it's a din by Minayra. How do we know by the Machta of Yom Kippur as well? Explains the Gemara again, Vidinu. Namra Eish Bemachta, Minam Eish Bemenayra. It says he's by both. Maybe that's one way. Or maybe he says the Gemara, Zunamra Eish Begetayra, Zunamra Eish Bemachta. Malalam Besamach, Lev Kam Besamach, Loi. So Tamaloi. What is the from a top of the Mizbeach? Says the Gemara, Hashem. I'm sorry, that's the end of the buzz. Me'ala Mizbeach, Me'lifnei Hashem. Now, Me'lifnei Hashem is very important. From before Hashem, which sounds like it's not fully in front of Hashem, but from in front of Hashem. Ezeu Mizbeach, Shemiksas L'nei Hashem, Ve'in Kuloi L'nei Hashem. Which Mizbeach is partially in front of Hashem? Ha'vi'oymer is the Mizbeach, Ha'chitzoin, the outside Mizbeach. Again, because it's partially one side of it is facing the base of Mikdash, but not the whole Mizbeach. 
Whereas the Mizbech Hazov, the inside Mizbech is of course fully inside the base Amikdash. Now the Gemara just finishes off the Itzrich Lemichta Me'el Mizbech Vitzel Lemichta Me'Hashem. We need both of these drashas. What's the reason? Because Rachmana Me'al Mizbech Hava Amina My Mizbech Mizbech Benimi. Because Rachmana Melef Ne'Hashem, that which is partially from Hashem down to Mizbech. Because Rachmana Melef Ne'Hashem Hava Amina Davka Melef Ne'Hashem. You would have thought us be specifically in front of Hashem, meaning on the outside Mizbech on that side that faces the base Amigdash, but not on the other side of the Mizbech. Therefore, says the Gemara, as we turn over to Mavav and we conclude with this, that's why we need both trushes, that's the reason why we need to teach us that the second Marach Shniyash al Kateris can be the Mayri of the western side of the Mizbeach does not have to be directly opposite the Hechal. We'll pick up from here tomorrow in Mirza Hashem.